0: Welcome to Shiny New Clients, the marketing podcast that helps you attract shiny new clients to your business. We'll talk about social media, what makes people buy, how to go viral, and marketing psychology, all in 20 minutes or less. Whether you're a coach, a stylist, or a wedding planner, if you've got a service-based business to sell, this is the show you need to fill your calendar. I'm Jenna Warner, your new marketing coach, and this is Shiny New Clients. As you and your business blast off into this new year and we're setting all these big audacious goals and we're getting so excited of everything to come, it is so important to remember that not everything is going to go perfectly and that is perfect. Everything in your business couldn't possibly go absolutely perfectly all the time because that's just not a realistic view of what business looks like. Are you going to have some amazing wins this year? Heck yes, you are. We all are. Are you going to make some oopsie daisies this year? Yes, you are. You know how I know? (laughs) Because I make oopsie daisies all the time. And I think it's important that no matter what level of business we're at, we share with other people what we're going through so that you don't feel like you are alone if you make a mistake this year. That is what this whole thing is all about, honestly. If we haven't met yet, hi, I'm Jenna. I own a social media management agency and I also teach service-based business owners how to get clients from Instagram and grow and get more engagement and all of those fun things while attracting your dream clients and running your beautiful business. When I was first starting out as a solopreneur, I remember when I would get the, you know, the Instagram content and the advice on the internet of like, not everything's going to go perfectly. And it kind of seemed like this marker, like, okay, not everything will go perfectly. Great. Moving on. That's good to know. But that's not what it actually feels like when you make a mistake. What it feels like is tears running down your face and hyperventilating and staying up all night, tossing and turning, wondering if you said the right thing. That's what it actually feels like when you make mistakes in your business and when things don't go as planned. And a coach, Tavana Denise, who actually guested on a podcast episode, which I will link in the show notes because she's such a brilliant master certified mindset coach, I was just on the call with her the other day and she was telling me like, that's what business is. It is a series of you trying things and some things not going as planned and you getting better and better and better at handling it. So in this episode, in order to make you maybe have a chuckle and not feel so alone and hopefully not repeat my same mistakes, I am going to share with you a $150 mistake. A $5,000 mistake and a $13,000 mistake, all that I have made within the past few years. All right, this first one, the $150 mistake, let's start small, shall we? I think it was somewhere around $150. My husband is an accountant and he's really good at skimming things. And like, if you're doing a paint by numbers, he's your guy with even those really tiny numbers hidden all over the page. He can spot them a mile away. He's so good at like scanning a document and finding a number in it, like a needle in a haystack or literally a needle in a haystack. One time I was practicing rolling my kayak and I lost my nose plug and it's this tiny gray plastic nose plug. And he found it later that day on the other side of the lake. True story. I know. He's a magician. Anyway, I'm sitting on the couch and I'm going through, he's my boyfriend at the time, I'm going through my credit card statement and he goes, what's that? And points to one random number just after glancing over. And sure enough, it was a fraud charge. I had signed up for a website that I thought did one thing. Turns out it it didn't really do that thing. Instead, it just charged my credit card $28 a month for many, many months. I'm guessing I paid $150 toward it. I don't know. It could have been longer. I feel like this charge was on my card every month for a year. And I just thought it was something else completely different that I needed. And I was wrong. And that was really embarrassing. It was the first time I had made a big financial mistake like that. I beat myself up. I thought I was pretty stupid for not noticing. I felt very irresponsible for not being aware of the charges going on my card. And all I could think about as a bartender, how hard it was for me to make $150. That was an entire night's worth of tips. And I only worked a couple days a week because you can't work every day as a bartender. Well, You can. If you do, hats off to you. That is a tiring job and I did it for almost a decade. Anyway, I felt all kinds of feelings about myself and who I was because of this mistake. In reality, it's a really easy mistake to make. And guess what? The more people I spoke to, the more people I found out had made that exact same mistake from either the same website I used or a similar scenario it's almost like expected. So now what do we do? What do we get to do when we make a mistake like that? Well, in my business, anytime a mistake is made, then the next step is great. How are we going to prevent it next time? What's a system that we can put in place to prevent this from happening again? Actually, my team knows when they come clean to me about a mistake that they've made, they're not going to get in trouble. I just say, okay, thank you for letting me know. How did you fix it? And what system can we put in place so that it doesn't happen again? It's not worth us fretting about it over and over again or like fighting about it or reprimanding someone because mistakes are going to happen. And then we just put systems in place to block them from happening a second time, hopefully. Did I learn that lesson right in that absolute moment? No, I don't think I did, but I have learned it since, and I highly recommend you take a version of that into your own business. It feels really freeing, and it protects you in the future. Anytime I can be proactive in a moment of stress, it feels very, I don't know, rewarding. One, two, skip a few. Let's talk about my $5,000 mistake. Completely different scenario. Here's what happened. As you know, I have a social media management agency where we manage people's social media on a retainer. So they pay every month and we create their content. And we have a 30-day cancellation policy because by the time a date arrives, all your content is scheduled into the future. We're usually about 30 days ahead. So AKA on the first of the month, that month is already locked and loaded. All your content is ready. So the 30 day cancellation policy means that we still get paid for our work. You still have content for a month and then you don't get billed again after that. In this case, I had a client who had always paid me. She Everything had always been fine. Uh, invoices are automated. So our clients get an automated invoice every month and they can just click to pay. And she fell behind on her payments. And she reached out to me and she said, Jenna, I don't know if I can afford social media management anymore. And here's my mistake number one. I thought that I was doing her a service by saying, well, what if we lessened your package and gave you a smaller package that costs less money, then you don't need to stop your marketing so you can still have a chance of bringing in more sales to pay for it. You still get content and we don't need to just go cold turkey. And she agreed to that and still didn't pay her outstanding invoices. And time went by at this new rate and she ended up falling several months behind. For me, in that moment, I thought that being porous with my boundary, this is what I learned from a boundaries course I took. You can have porous boundaries or rigid boundaries. So boundaries where you're like willing to kind of loosen the rules a little bit or rigid boundaries that are firm like rules. So I was being porous with my boundaries. I was kind of making exceptions and letting her be late without any repercussions I thought by doing that, I was serving her. And really, I was not. I was actually making the problem worse because your boundaries don't just protect you. They protect your clients and having rules in place on both sides and Expectations and respect on both sides serves both of you. I ended up getting on a call with this woman and talking about these. You know, at the time, I think the number had added up to something around five thousand U.S. dollars that she was outstanding, and she broke down. And she is a she's a mother of young children. She was overwhelmed. Her business hadn't been doing well, and she was stressed, and she was unable to pay this amount. And I said, okay, let me make this easier for you. Let's put you on a payment plan and you can repay it throughout next year. And she agreed to that. And I wrote up a contract and I sent it to her and she agreed to have a payment plan and we'd cease content creation, but she would pay the money back in installments. And then I thought, you know what? This is also my fault. Like I failed this client as much. We failed each other in this moment. And I relieved her debt and i decided that if i if rules were reversed you know there's economic hardships going on all the time i don't know what it's like to have two under two and she made mistakes but so do i and so i end up ended up forgiving that debt and decided to take that as a major lesson in doing business, that deadlines matter and payment schedules matter. And moving forward, I will be more rigid with that boundary so that I don't find myself in that situation again. Just a really crappy feeling. The whole thing sucked, to be honest, but it's an invaluable lesson that cost me roughly $5,000. And if you're out there and you're really good at boundaries, you know what? I commend you. But I historically am not. And learning boundaries has been a real big journey for me. You know, I started this social media management business on a hand-me-down laptop in my cockroachy apartment while I was also trying to be an actor and a bartender. And suddenly... Well, not suddenly. Over seven years, it has grown into this very big business. And I have grown and I have had to learn how to run a business. The social media, that's the easy part. Deliverables, that is the easy part. But everything else, it's been a journey. I've had to learn how to do and run, manage a team and manage meetings and virtual online meetings and take courses and work with coaches and figure everything out and what feels like all at once, even though it's been years I've been at it. But this next mistake, if you're good at boundaries, you're going to be like, wow, Jenna, you know what? Even my team has was like, wow, Jenna, how did you make this mistake? And let me tell you, it's a dummy. It is a doozy. This was a $13,000 mistake that I made this year. And it's stupid. (laughs) I don't think I finished processing how negligent I was to make this mistake. And I really, truly hope that by sharing it with you, you don't judge me. You just feel not alone if you find yourself in a similar position at any time in your business journey. So this client had been working with me again on the retainer side of my business, which means we managed her social media for about six months. And then she decided that she was going to change her business a little bit. And that meant pulling back from the marketing, because obviously you don't want to go full steam ahead on your marketing if you don't know what direction you're going. The train is going to run off the tracks. You got to know the direction that you're going no harm, no foul. I'm always, I always want what's absolutely best for my clients. So this is another growth moment, but I no longer get upset if people stop working with me. I just want what's best for you and what's best for your business. So anyway, she says that she is ready to finish. And I said, great. Okay. Because of our 30 day cancellation policy and where we fall in your, you know, in the month, I will prorate your final payment to just be half of a month, 15 days. Great. Like I said, all of our invoices are automated through QuickBooks. So basically, when somebody starts working with me, I set up their monthly invoice and it gets sent to them on autopilot every single month. And my clients click and pay, and I only get notified if they are late or there's a problem. Because I was going to prorate her final month, I logged into QuickBooks to find it, and I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it anywhere. I couldn't find any invoice that had ever been sent to my client except for one over six months ago when she first signed up to work with us. Did you gasp? Are you thinking, no, Jenna, how could that be? How could you not have invoiced this woman for over six months? Yeah, I know. Okay, I know. You don't need to tell me. It was a very blonde moment. It's just that everything is automated. So if I didn't do that one task six months ago where I set up that initial invoice and click the button to recur, then it doesn't happen and nothing is going to notify me. And then payments go into the business's account, which I pull money out from to pay my team every month. And yeah, it was dumb. It was a it was a first world, very big mistake and tears were shed about it. And the tears weren't just for me. The tears were for her. I thought, I can't in good conscience spring a $13,000 bill on this woman that she's not expecting. And I know what else you're thinking. You're like, Jenna, well, how come she didn't notice? I know. Same thing. She's in the same boat as me. We're both running these multiple six-figure businesses that we grew from the ground up, and we have teams, and we're trying to scale, and we're wearing a million hats, and we are Doing our own books and we shouldn't be. And that is the main lesson here. She shouldn't be doing her own books. I shouldn't be doing my own books at this level either. And if you're an avid listener of this show, you're also thinking, I thought your husband was an accountant. Yeah, I know he is. And moving forward, he will be responsible for these tasks. But you gotta learn somehow. But the story doesn't end there because it actually gets so much better. The first thing I did was reach out to my client to see if this was a mistake. I said, do you have any record of invoices that I have sent you? I said, funny thing. I mean, I can't find any time you've ever paid me. And she had the same earnest reaction as well. And she's like, I'll check my bank. Let me get to my computer tomorrow. I don't know what's going on. I don't see anything either. And then we decided to jump on a call and talk at like a scheduled time. So we got on the call and I was horrified and I'd already come up with a few options for her that I felt were fair from both sides. And I'd also let her know that I was open to options. And if she wanted to come with some ideas, this could be a collaborative communication. I wasn't looking to screw anybody over or like blindside her with a bill or send her to collections or anything like that. Like That's not how I want to run my business, especially not when it is my mistake as well. I get on the call with her and she does not say what I was expecting her to open with. She said, Jenna, when I got your email, my initial response was a feeling of relief. Because she's been so up in her own head lately about her own business and running it and is she worthy and does she know what she's doing? And she said she was just so relieved to see that other service providers make mistakes too. And that's actually the inspiration for this entire embarrassing podcast episode right now because if I can let you feel like you're not the only one out there making mistakes, even if it makes you think a little bit less of me, like so be it because it's so important that we share our honest authentic journeys so that other people don't feel like you're having to live up to an impossible and made up standard because we are all out here just doing our best and making mistakes and then fixing them and forgiving ourselves and putting systems in place so that we don't do it a second and third time ideally We have so many new listeners on this show. I am so excited to have you here. Make sure that you click follow or subscribe, depending on what platform you're on, to make sure that you don't miss an episode. And in case you didn't know, there is a free caption template linked in the show notes, which is a template that helped us get our client 10 sales calls in three hours. We turned it into a formula and we made it free for the public so you can get that and use it and play with it. And there's actually a podcast episode that goes along with it so you can have me in your ear explaining to you how to fill it out. That's all from me. Thanks again so much for being here. And in the words of Ms. Frizzle, take chances, make mistakes, and get messy.